Let me ask you a question. Do you have to be the smartest person in the class to be a successful entrepreneur? In my opinion, the key to a successful entrepreneur is taking massive action. And that is exactly what my guest did. He was the stupidest person in high school. Well, his words, not mine. And he didn't let that stop him from becoming an author of Malek Investasi, which can be loosely translated as investment literacy. He is also founder of Online D7, a marketing company for both online and offline business based in Bali. Well, let's cue the intro and jump straight into the conversation. So the big question is this, how is it possible that shy and socially awkward individuals like us can have the confidence to approach a stranger and strike a meaningful conversation? To have the ability to network and connect with yourself so that you can network and connect with others. To not only survive but thrive in this noisy world and be the connector you're meant to be. And at the same time, be the truest, most authentic version of yourself. That's the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Ping Hendra and welcome to Network and Connect Podcast. About a week ago, I met this incredible person and this person, he is uh, author of uh, Malek Investasi, which is an Indonesian word. Um, which can be loosely translated to investment literacy. Okay. And he's, he's also a founder of online D7, which is a marketing company. Um, they do both online and offline. And I have here with me is the founder of, of that company and, uh, Gede Brawiswara Putra. I just, uh, for today, we just call him Gede for throughout the entire podcast. So Gede, how are you? I'm doing awesome. How are you, my brother? I'm good. I'm good myself. So, Pakete, uh, if you can, um, you know, like tell your story a little bit about uh, who you are, where you've come from, and 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 what are what are currently you're working on. Okay. Uh, hello, guys. Uh, so my name is Kede. It's like have a good day. It's very easy. And uh, I was. Uh, my background is. Uh, I'm an engineer, actually. I'm an engineer. I finished my study in Bandung, in Bandung Institute of Technology, ITB, back in 2007. And then I finished my undergrad in 2011. I continued my study for MBA in Sustainable Business in the U.S. back in 2013. I finished my master in 2015, and I returned back to Indonesia 2015 about around august uh at the time oh man it was it was crazy uh, i was ups and full of ups and downs people say if it's not ups and downs uh, it is a flat line it means you die so when you have ups and downs it means you're living and enjoy your living is it's the meaning of life itself so it was awesome uh itb itself uh, my undergrad uh, campus was one of the best universities in Indonesia. Uh, when I got there, it was it was kind of lucky for me because I was the last rank student. I mean, I was the stupidest <laughs> student in my class back in high school. But somehow I managed to get enrolled into the best university in Indonesia. 
uh, it was tough. I did, I did so many sacrifices to get in there. Not in money. I didn't pay anything to the university, but in terms of uh, preparation, I did something like really, really out of the box. Because if I had to compete like uh, normal study, I wouldn't make it. Cannot. Uh, less rank, less rank cannot get into good university, you know. But what I did was, uh, for the last semester of my class in my third grade, last semester, I didn't come to my class. I didn't, I didn't go to school at all, at all. What I did was, I went to Bandung. I studied there in the university. I sat in a, in, in a canteen. I sat there. I practiced for the test there. I woke up at five o'clock. I would go home. I mean, I would go back to my brother's home in Bandung, my cousin's home in Bandung, at ten o'clock p.m. every single day. No Sunday, no Saturday, no weekends. Hmm. Wake up at five, finish study at ten every single day. So I had to catch up for all the all the test materials in like three months. What people prepare for three years, I did everything in three months. It was a lot of frustration. Frustration. It was not easy, man. So uh, it was tough. It was hard. I mean, I hope my kids will not have to undergo what I did <laughs> because it was tough, man. I mean, lots of tears. I mean, I, I'm I'm telling you. I mean, lots of tears, man. I was like crazy, man. But it's my, it was my dream to get selected to join the best university so it's my dream i would do whatever it takes to be there but it takes when sometimes when i when i recall what i did back then sometimes i feel so a little bit emotional as well because it was tough man and it was hard but it was worth it and now i can look back whenever i have obstacles challenges now i would look back and then i was i would tell myself if i can do that i can do anything in the future so it's it's good i mean it's a good how to say yeah it's it's good experience to have that been there it is very good for me and then uh, fast forward to 2015 i Start, continue my study in the US. Uh, sorry, 2013 I continue my study in the US. Uh, 2015 I finished. Uh, actually, I finished my study in 2014, but then I extended my stay for one year because I had that option to extend my uh, stay for one year. And for that one year, one what I did was all my friends would do uh, optional training, optional work. For big companies like Apple, like Oracle, like uh, what's that called, McKinsey, Deloitte, PwC, Boston Consulting for big big companies. But for me, I I studied. I mean, I work for a startup consulting company with only two staff, me and the founder. <laughs> Small company. Why? Because. Uh, I was looking for entrepreneurial experience. Mm. I didn't take my MBA to work for, for somebody else. So, 
I was working in a in a in a startup with no future, <laughs> with no future. But then in that company, I mean in that time period, I learned a lot. What I learned um, uh, mostly was how to sell mm. marketing. I was I was learning a lot in terms of how to market, how to sell, how to make sales, how to how to uh, conduct a seminar, how to many things. I mean, related to sales and marketing and branding as well. Uh, and also because it was a startup company, there was no way I was getting paid as an employee because employment was very expensive and I was ready to not getting paid. But I'm a human being, I'm a stomach, I, ha- I have to be fed, you know, I need food to survive. So what did I do? Uh, I bought batik clothes from a clever market in Solo. It cost me about 1.5 bucks, 1.5 US dollars to purchase one. And I sold the same clothes in the US for 26 bucks, 26 dollars. How did I do that? I wore uh, batik clothes and I would just walk around the community and people would start, would start asking me, Hey, where did you get that? Where did you buy that? Oh, I'm selling this, man. So why don't you just buy from me? Just $30, bucks, but since you are my friend, $26. Bucks. Then that's it. People were happy. <laughs> I got some sales, and I also uh, brought my my clothes door-to-door to, to close uh, stores in Iowa, in Iowa, uh, Iowa State. Door to door, man. Door to door with my suitcase. I would knock the door, asking who's the purchasing manager was, and uh, if I was lucky, I would meet the purchasing managers and then just straightforward. I have this from Bali, and I'm selling. I mean, I would like to sell this. Would your store accept this? If he said okay, then okay, that's it. Very straightforward. No, no shit, man. No bullshit. Just straight uh, selling, and I would. I also sold uh, not a gift card, a greeting card, a greeting card, door to door, from home to home, from home, I mean, from home to home, one building to another, knocking the doors. I would do that just for the sake of me having food in my mouth, and that's it. <laughs> so I've done that. And long story short, after one year, 2015. Uh, I flew back to Indonesia, flew back to Bali. At the time, my parents had this uh, property uh, business. But 2015 was the worst timing for property. I think, think you also understand what I'm talking about. It was yeah. the worst time for, for property. Property business sounds cool, but uh, if you are in trouble, You, your debt will be so cool as well. It was like billions of rupiah deep in debt, you know. I was in deep shit. <laughs> nah, at the time, business was really bad. Uh, family debt was very, very deep. And then I was uh, applying to work for some companies. Nobody would accept me. Nobody would accept me to work because I didn't have any specific skills. I had MBA, but MBA is not a skill. It's, it was just a degree, it was like on paper, useless. And then, to continue my life, I had to have a business. So it was 
I was trapped into real life entrepreneurship back in 2015. So I started online D7. Uh, D7 was initially uh, an on digital how to say. I was teaching people how to do digital marketing. I was teaching people digital marketing. That was my 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 skill at the time. So I would conduct a seminar. I would have a seminar, and then in the seminar I would sell my my workshop. And during weekends, I do my workshop, and I did that for two years, 2015 until the end of 2017. And during that time period, for me, only working, working, building business, no holiday. I didn't have any money, and at one point of my life, like couple years ago, during that period of time, in my bank account, I only had forty thousand dollar. I mean, forty thousand rupiah. Wow! Even withdraw any money, only forty thousand rupiah. Oh my god! I was like super deep in shit, man. <laughs> uh, by the way, really... for those of you who for those of you who didn't know, forty thousand rupiah is equivalent right now. The current money is probably about two dollars fifty cents. Yeah, two 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 dollars fifty. Yeah, at 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 least. So yeah. you can imagine no. how much of a big struggle he is currently into. Yeah. Please proceed. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it was really bad, man. It was, I think it was 2016. I I was in that situation. But then everything changed. <laughs> This is the the moment of changing. This is the pivot point. Uh, I I decided to join a seminar conducted by my one of my mentors. He is like one of the most famous. Uh, One of the most infamous speakers in Indonesia right now, Mr. Kumbasamaringin. So I decided to join his seminar, and I also decided to uh, continue my learning with him. I took his programs, and in one of his programs called uh, Training for Firewall Trainer, I met who was gonna be my my business partner and my mentor, Mr. Y.P. Suciati, who was. Uh, his omset, I mean, his revenue was like three trillion, three trillion rupees a year. It's like one hundred some. I mean, it's like two hundred, two hundred million dollars a year. His revenue. He's a big business guy, and he's also a member in JCI Badung Bali. So very lucky to be there. And uh, by partnership, by partnering with him. So I was able to grow my business, and now here I am. <laughs> That's well, to amazing. say to say I'm, uh, I mean, big businessman. Not really. I mean, big businessman is relative, but I have this this privilege to to enjoy whatever I want to enjoy now. So within couple of years, it was very possible, as long as. You have the right mindset. You meet the right person. You partner with the best partnership in in Indonesia. I mean, you have the you partner. You are partnering with the best in Indonesia in the country. Then everything is possible. That's what I've been believing so far. I think that's my story. Perfect. Short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. So I have I have a, 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 a. It still blows my mind that um, because I'm. Always write a bunch of notes whenever I do. Uh, I did these kinds of interviews. Um, you said 
this is your own words okay i didn't say anything okay you say yeah, yeah, yeah. you were the stupidest uh, in high school yeah, yeah. then yeah. and then you did whatever it takes to go to so that you can get um to get to the best university in bandung yeah yeah and then with that you are able to go to the us yeah for your for your master's degree tell tell yeah. tell us more about about that journey how um because um, given given the things that you have accomplished right now especially people who who always believe that uh, especially right now in the current uh, world that um if your grades are bad you're not going to amount to anything in life sorry to say <laughs> this is this is the, the current uh dogma the current um you know uh, mindset right so uh, what what yeah. what got you the confidence to actually say no this is this is not what i I'm, i'm going to do i'm going to do this this is the dream this is where i'm going to go towards it how did you do that well it i mean to put it simply yeah, at, at that i mean at that situation i had nothing to lose man hmm. so it's okay i had nothing to lose and dreaming is for free right mm-hmm. so it's just a matter of whether you want to pay the price or not if you want to pay, pay the price then you'll get it i mean that's that's the law of nature if you if you pay now then you will get if you don't pay then you will not get i mean that's that's the law of the nature so and my the way i prepare myself was really out of the box like i mean it, it was hardcore man i mean even even now i think back it was it was crazy it was brutal so i told you like i didn't go to school what kind of person uh didn't have good grades in school and and saying to himself school will not help you to achieve your dream oh man this crazy <laughs> but, but uh it it was it was relevant why because when i was in school i would date my girlfriend i mean i would i would not study i would just have sit with my girlfriend i would uh stay out of class and play with my friends play basketball and everything i would just waste my time so where do i have all my time for study at home at my cousin's home away from my friends where was the best time uh, where was the best place to study in the campus itself because then i would how to say i was inspire myself to be here long term for the next three four years as students so that was the mindset that i had so it's uh and then uh when i told my teacher of course they disagree <laughs> they disagree with me but i don't care it was my life i decide what i decide what i wanted to do so i just moved anyway with my with my own move but then again i didn't have anything to lose there is no way i will not pass my high school because passing high school was i mean it was my my mindset that if i didn't pass my high school my high school will have bad names so they will do everything to to let me pass right mm-hmm. to let me pass my high school so the problem was not how to pass high school but how to get enrolled in in the university that i wanted to go so th- this is what i decided to do nothing to lose man and at the time i was thinking if i didn't go to this university well i just go to other university so nothing to lose for me it's okay lah 
So, um, so to to um to summarize, so when you were in high school, you get a lot of distraction from friends, from uh girlfriends, from um uh, you know sports or whatever, and then you course, yeah. get out of distraction and you actually put your mind and focus hundred percent on oh, yeah. your goal, which is to get to the best university, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. sure that when you're in a university, things changes and. Then let's transition to when you are in the U.S. Do you still fool around in the U.S. or you are like 100% focused on? Well, okay. So, uh, going to the U.S. was my dream also. Hmm. So, if I had to study abroad, it had to be U.S., United States. Right. That's it. Hmm. So, uh, and then, so yeah, when I was in the U.S., actually, it was much easier. It was much, much easier. Be- uh, as a student, yeah, it, it was much easier as a student because it w- for me it was a dream come true. I was so happy to be there, and I didn't have any problem uh, adjusting with the culture. I I mean I'm so easy to 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 adapt. Yeah, uh, it it was easy. It was ecstatic for me, and I love everything in the US for me because it was it was my dream, you know, and. I, I had a realization when I was in the US. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry if you have a, I mean, American watcher, <laughs> subscribers or audience, but uh, I mean, when I was in the, in Indonesia, I, I was thinking that, oh my God, US people are very smart, very disciplined. They know what they, what they know what they do. But when I was in the US, it was all the way around. Mm-hmm. Oh, Asian people are very awesome. <laughs> that was what I what I discovered. and then I had. I mean, I I realized that it was not about the U.S. people. It's not about the Asian people. It's all about aliens always win. Mm-hmm. You know how to, how to say aliens in a in a more proper word. <laughs> it is it is uh, alien. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, immigrant. Oh, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I- immigrants, they, 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 they tend to be more struggling, you know. They will mm-hmm. put the extra mass work. Mm-hmm. They will win. In in many cases, generally, immigrants will win against the local mm-hmm. because they work harder. I fought my way, man, to the U.S. Man, when I was there, there's no way I'll just sit and relax. <laughs> I'll work my ass off. That's why I mean that that happens anywhere, not only in US, also in Indonesia, also like that. I'm in Bali, and if uh, immigrants, I mean local immigrants, will win against the local. Mm-hmm. It is the is the general case. So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> right. So when I uh, you mentioned earlier, um, when you were in the US, you were selling uh, shirts. Right, you're selling. You're going door to door, and then you work in uh in a startup company where only you and your founders, just the two of you, yeah. right? So you are basically CEO, chief everything officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I was. <laughs> yeah, you learn. You learn. Um, you learn how to sell. You learn how to market. Right. You mm-hmm. learn uh branding. How to um how to do seminars and stuff. And uh, and you you said it yourself that that is the key to entrepreneurship because that's something that you want to learn right is that the yeah. skills you get that makes you um, have the confidence to start uh, online d7 
Right. Okay. So, uh, many people ask me, what's the difference between studying in the US and in Indonesia? Is the yeah. is the system different or whatsoever? I said no. Even Indonesian system, I think it's better compared to US system. But the experience of living on my own in the US is priceless, right? And that gives me like super ultra boost confidence on, on whatever I'm doing in Indonesia. When I was struggling on my own <laughs> in the US, I had to sell door to door in the US in uh, different continents, different people, different language. I didn't know anybody. So if I could do that, I can do anything. And I think that is the, the mindset of not letting me to give up in in difficult situation. Because when I was doing my online tweet in online seven, it was tough in the in the in the beginning. Even with my experience and degree as an MBA, it was still very difficult to build from from zero. But having the experience of living outside of the country on my own, having to survive on my own, it gave me a sense of confidence, right? And it's very interesting because in my con in the startup consulting company that I mentioned earlier, it uh, the the founder had a very very how to say it? he he had a method uh, like a statistical analytics. How to how to predict whether someone's gonna be a high performer or not in a company? Ninety nine point nine percent he can predict. Oh, this one's gonna be good performer. This one no. Ninety nine percent. Ninety nine point nine percent. This is a very highly highly demanded right highly demanded uh, service in the world right now. But because he could not sell. The product didn't go anywhere. Business didn't go anywhere. Only when I joined in, then we started getting more clients. Because I learned uh, in real life how to sell. How, and I think selling and salesmanship is one of the most crucial skills that an entrepreneur should have. I don't think it's about finance. I don't think it's about uh, HR. I don't think it's about tax, accounting. No. It should start with salesmanship. If you know how to sell, you can start anything. Even if you didn't have any product like like me, I didn't have any product, but I know how to sell. It's gonna be much easier. Yeah, and that's why um, I, I learned this also. Uh, very interesting that uh, salesmanship is the one key most important skill in um, in entrepreneurship that is not taught in school. Uh, it's not what? that. It, 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 school don't teach that how to sell, yeah. right? Which is very funny. And also, um, it's good. I just finished this book. Uh, it's called Sell Like Crazy. And this um, book also, yeah, so this book also talks about um, selling, but this is more towards uh, online business. However, the, the fundamental yeah. is the same, right? So right. for me, um, in order for you to be able to sell your ideas, and your your services or, or or whatever you first need to be able to sell yourself make yeah. people want to talk to you make people want to speak with you right make people want to relate to you before you can sell anything otherwise yeah it's just hard right so let me get back to you again i still i still couldn't believe it that you are just you're wearing your own product and you are walking on the street and yeah 
you sell right then and there, right? How, yeah. what got you the confidence to do that? Um, I, I know because the one thing that you said uh, many times you said is you have nothing to lose, right? But yeah, what exactly. gives you the, the uh, in, 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 in the ways that what gives you the balls to do that, especially yeah. being an Asian in, you know, in, in the community? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's like a do or die situation. You don't want to die, man. I'm, I'm telling you, man. But starving is even worse than shaming for, for selling, man. <laughs> I, mean, I, I better get em- embarrassed for one minute and rejected than didn't have anything to eat, man. It was very terrifying for me. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man. In, I, mean, I mean, I could have just asked my parents to get more money, right? Ask money. I mean, I could have just done that and it was going to be much easier. Could have been much easier for me. But, again, the embarrassment of asking for money as an MBA, <laughs> it's much, it's big, it was bigger, was bigger than the fear of rejection for selling my shirts. <laughs> And this is funny because, uh, especially right now in the current culture where you can easily get loans through credit cards and stuff. So people are, uh, they would much rather go there and, and take loans rather than, you know, um, work hard, learn selling skills yeah. and so that they can sell. Uh, okay. yeah. Um, well, I had my credit card to see. I had my credit card, almost unlimited credit card I had with me. <laughs> but <laughs> again, using my credit card is same as asking money from my parents because they are exactly. the one I'm paying. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want that. Oh man, so shameful to ask money from my parents. <laughs> exactly. And um, the, the funny thing that you said earlier, I don't know if you realized that you said that uh, when you want to get the job or when you are in uh, back home, it's difficult because you said uh, you don't have a skill. Right, and you said MBA yeah. is just a piece of paper, and it's not a skill. Whereas yeah. what the company, what most companies are looking for, are skills. Right. Right. So, yeah. um, what what makes you realize that? Oh, wow, MBA is is not a skill. Oh my goodness! Or is it because people are overwhelmed? They don't. They are not. Um, you know, companies look at it. Oh, wow, this guy has an MBA. I, I won't be able to hire this guy because this guy will be expensive. Is that because of that or no? Uh, no, actually. Actually, the one who interviewed me mentioned clearly, you don't have a skill, man. <laughs> you don't have any specific real-life skill, yeah. And then, now, I mean, even now, I also apply that in my company. Because in my company, we employ people with only elementary school degree. It's okay as long as you can sell, as long as you want to learn how to sell, as long as you want to be the best version of yourself in terms of selling, welcome to my company. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about degree, GPA, no, man. I don't even look at those, those shits, man. No, I don't care, man. <laughs> okay, what's your skill? Okay, I can sell. Okay, what can, well, okay, how do you sell? On my social media? Okay, come, do it. Right. You start working now. <laughs> That's Perfect. how how I do it in my company now. I don't care. Oh, my GPA is four point zero. I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's amazing. 
that, that is something that is uh, that will be an eye opening for a lot of people. Um, that you know, um, school doesn't mean anything. Just like me, I used to retain. Uh, when I was I studied in Singapore back then, I used to retain meaning. I I I, I don't get I don't get to the next level. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. express and normal, right? So uh, I was right. in uh, secondary three express, and I have to retain. But I I asked the teacher to please get me to secondary four normal, so that uh, I, I I don't show my parents that I don't get I don't pass. <laughs> I have to I have to back, and and that is that is my first selling experience basically to tell them that hey, it will promote me a little bit. Okay, so now um. Let's talk about you actually um, starting your first uh, company, right? Online D Seven. Yeah. Um, uh, what is the initial, the first, uh, you know, like struggles and breakthrough? I guess on that. Right. Okay. So well, when I started this company, it was to teach people how to do digital marketing. I taught people about social media, about. Uh, ads, Google ads, and everything about search engine optimization. Uh, started with no cash, no money, because didn't have to have any, what's that called, inventory. Uh, the struggle was to, to find, how to say, to make people want to learn is very difficult. <laughs> because people don't want to learn. They just want yeah. to end result. They just want the end result, and that's it. Uh, to convince people that they need digital marketing is very difficult at the time back in 2015. Now uh, it's more popular, right? Digital marketing and stuff. But back then it was quite difficult. And to convince people to pay me five million rupiah was even more difficult. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was it was difficult in the beginning, and I had to pay like 40 ad advertisement so budgeting was very 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 difficult i had this one one employee uh, back in 2015 uh, i didn't it was very difficult for me to pay to pay her on time so it wow. was like i had to pay her like late 10 days a week so yeah i mean it, it was very 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 tough in but then again, I finished my study in the US, I survived in the US, so one way or another, somehow, I would make it. But I, did, I just didn't know how at the time. So that's it. Hmm. So when is the first time you actually receive a salary on your own? And like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, uh, my company was initially a digital marketing teaching company, right? So in 2015, uh, 2017, I stumbled upon this uh, Forex Automation product, mm. Forex product. And then I was like, aha, I think this one I can sell. Ah, and then uh, I called my friend who's, uh, who's, uh, who's, a C who's a CEO of Bandung TV. So I asked him for a slot for advertisement. So I advertised there in the local TV in Bandung with the help of my friend who's a, who's a CEO in that TV, TV station. And in that one hour, one hour session, I, 
I made like what, like 50 million or something revenue, one one hour. Wow. Selling this product using the words that, when using my experience of sales, marketing, and everything, and ah, I think I'm onto something. <laughs> and then I did that again and again and again. Okay, it was working. So I was making 15 million an hour now, <laughs> but not not every day. Once a week. I, I work only once a week, and I make like 15 million a week at the time. I give a call to my, uh, he was, I mean, he was already my business mentor, Mr. Wempi Sujari, who was, who was a 200 million a year businessman. I gave him a call, I met him, he came to my wedding, and then I pitched him. In I mean, day after, one day after my wedding, we met, I pitched him the idea of we, Uh, joint venture together and then he said yes after some negotiations he said yes okay and then I started to go on national TV national radio and that was the game changing <laughs> basically you got married twice right <laughs> you got married twice okay. into this is marriage and sex marriage <laughs> wow, that's perfect Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then from him, yeah, I mean, I, I was making much, much more lah. So that's how it started, and until now, we are still very good uh, partners. From what I see, I think everything the key is effort uh, in all your journey is knowing how to sell, right? Is that your idea? Uh, at the end of the day, the key is selling. How to yeah, sell your ideas? Yeah, how to sell your services? How to sell uh, your 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 idea to this um, to this person, right? And you were saying that you attended a seminar by uh, Mr. Tung Peter Moringin. Yeah, right. When when was this? Yeah. It uh it was in Jogja back in 2016 actually. Okay, so basically, from from uh, from understanding of your timeline, 2015 is where you started and you struggle. It's very hard for you to pay, um, you know, to to pay your employee, right? Then yeah, 2017, yeah. where where everything took off, right? 2017. Yeah, yeah. So 2017, uh, yeah, 2017. At the end of 2017, when I stumbled upon this uh, automation forex. Okay. So you attended this uh, seminar. Um, I'm sure seminars usually most of the time are a little bit pricey, right? Yeah. So what 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 makes you like saying okay I, sh- I have to go to this seminar? What 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 makes you do that? Well, my my girlfriend at the time was working, had the money. She was richer than I was. And she agreed to. <laughs> she agreed to lend me some money to attend seminar. <laughs> Selling or negotiation skills, right there. Right? <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, uh, for my business operation, for for like one year or so, I also uh, borrow money from my girlfriend <laughs> mm. <laughs> to pay salary and everything. <laughs> wow, the struggle is crazy. Yeah, so and the the promise was that if I couldn't pay back the the debt, I will marry you. And now we are married. 
<laughs> so so still in debt ya forever ya ya yeah, ya yeah, ya yeah. I forever in debt with her <laughs> wow great I, I, I would want to um, get her to I mean interview her it'll be fun so, uh, now we talk about this uh, you said uh, earlier uh, the pivot point for you is when you attended this seminar where you get uh, you know you get this partnership and you met your mentor that changes yeah. everything for you right yes yes um, Most of the time, when people attend a seminar, usually they are very quiet. They are just there to uh, get do the experience, and then they forget about it. Yeah. Right. So, what happened during the seminar that makes you like, oh, this is the guy that I want to met, that I want, uh, I want to know more, and and this is the person that actually brings you to where you are right now. Like, what happened there? Okay. So I I feel like I'm a little. I mean, I'm not not lucky, but Uh, now I know what traits that I have that make me successful. Yeah, I mean I I feel like successful because I'm an action taker myself. I'm an action taker, so I don't just go to a, t- a seminar. I don't just attend a workshop and just forget about it. No, because uh, for me attending a workshop. is an investment and rule number one of an investment is that never lose money so i don't want to lose my money for attending a seminar in vain so i have to do something and the way i do it is that i don't just attend a seminar take notes for everything and apply everything no that's not my style my style is that attend a seminar take notes and find one aha moment just one aha moment and i'll just i'll make sure I put this aha moment in practice. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just one aha moment every time, and that changed my life. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've attended so many seminars. I've experienced so many aha moments, and I've put in action so many aha moments. So one aha moment is like life changing for me. And in one of uh, in one of the seminars that I attended, called Train for Firework Trainers. Uh, introduce to all the, the the audience about this person. His name was WMP Suciadi. She was one of the alumni of this seminar. Mm. So Mr. Tung was like, okay, this WMP Suciadi is very successful. He is a trillionaire. He makes his what? Hundreds million of dollars every year. And I was like, okay, I've seen this guy on TV. He's very young. He's very successful. I want to know more about him. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just approach him, ask him for a selfie, uh, take him for lunch or dinner while he was in Bali, like, and we hang out and we talk, and then I just ask him if he, if he wanted to uh, be my mentor and have a seminar together, and he said yes. <laughs> I propose. He said yes. Second marriage. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So uh, for all of you listening here and watching at the same time, uh, remember what he said, right? Pagade uh, said, "Just do it." At the end of the day, right? If you if you know deep down there is something going on that you know that hey, this person might be the one that changed my life, right? Just go for it. You know, a lot of people. The number one thing that stops people from 
from uh, going to the next level is the fear of rejection. Yeah, right. They are exactly. so afraid of being re. They are so afraid of being rejection, and number two, fear of being judged by others. So afraid of that, so much so that it stops them in the track, cannot move forward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, what did you do specifically? Because this person, you know, uh, Pastor already said, right? This person is this, is this, is this like glorify this guy, and this yeah. guy is like yeah. whoa, like high up there. Well, you are down yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. Right when yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to approach this person, how was it? Is it is it like you feel um like scared or do you feel intimidated or you just go for it? No, 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 not at all. Because I I still remember vividly. Uh, the first conversation with him was like very casual, very simple, and he was very humble. He was very nice, very friendly. I asked him for a selfie. Why would I be afraid of asking someone for a selfie? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, hey, uh, Pak Wempi, want to get a selfie together? Oh, oh yeah, 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 come, come. And then we talk about uh, his business, his life. And then I asked him for lunch. No, mm-hmm. no, no business talking. Didn't ask mm-hmm. anything. Not asking for money. No, ask for lunch. Hey, want to go? No, actually, oh, sorry, it was a dinner. Asking for, asking for a dinner. Mr. Wempi, would you like to uh, maybe for dinner with me? I'll pay. Uh, you pick any restaurant. Okay, I'll pay. Yeah, sure, sure. Why not? Yeah, very easy. I mean, I, I'm not asking for help. I'm not begging for money. Not asking for charity. Not asking for work or for project. Why should I afraid? I'm asking him to help him for lunch or for dinner. And I'm the one who will be paying. Why afraid asking for for giving to someone no need to be afraid right so we were in dinner and i asked him you want to uh, hang out just for a little bit see bali i'm helping him i must say i was helping him to see bali i'm paying for the guests so why should be afraid and then when the timing was good i asked him is it okay if i invite you for a seminar together i will Conduct a seminar because I have the experience now to conduct a seminar. Is it okay if I invite you? Uh, we do a seminar together. He said, "Okay, sure. Why not?" There it started. So there is no need to feel embar- embarrassed. There's no need to feel afraid of rejection. <laughs> Asking for a selfie. If he said no, it's okay. Nothing to lose. <laughs> there you go. Right. So uh, for all of you listening again, that's what. That I mean, if you if you have done uh, whatever that you have read on this book, it will have been uh, what what I said many times. When you meet a person for the first time, don't immediately go there and hey, uh, I have this business idea. You wanna you know work on it together, or hey, uh, I have this um, you know cool product wanna buy. Don't do that, right? No. Instead, just be just be like what uh, the day did here. He, he's really genuinely interested in this guy and wants to yeah. know more about him. And hey, there's, there's always, by, by just going for lunch or for dinner, you will get like learning lessons from there. I'm sure during, during the conversation, uh, the person might have been saying something amazing that today was like, oh wow, it's, I, I learned so much. It's, it's what I get from this simple conversation. It's worth much more than however the amount of the, the bill is or the guest. Right, and that relationship blossomed to where he is right now. 
right? Uh, which is uh, their business partner and 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 um, today's business is like going crazy, right? So tell us more about your business right now. Like like who are you helping and and what is what is going on? Oh yeah, one thing that I want to mention for people yeah. who are listening right now. If you have this opportunity or this chance to to hang out with uh, your mentor or with some people that you want to learn from, and you have the chance to be with him, keep your mouth shut. Let that person do the talking. That's where the goals are. That's where the diamonds are. You just shut up <laughs> and listen. Yeah. Your life will change. Trust me. I've been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. So right now in business, what do you want to know about my business? <laughs> so like, uh, who have? Uh, what is your business like? Uh, before knowing, uh, before a business partner, and now after business partner, where is the trajectory goes, and and who are you helping, and what okay. are the services you do? Okay. So, so before meeting my my mentors, before attending seminars, it was dark, man. <laughs> it was hopeless, no future. But every day I would wake up and feel like, okay, today something's gonna be different. But how different? I don't know. <laughs> just I just keep that optimism, and that happened every day in the past. Even now, also I keep that that light inside there. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the spirit that kept me going until I met the pivot moment, you know. Uh, and now, well, of course, now it's different uh, compared to back then. But uh, what I see similar is my enthusiasm in living day by day. I still have that same level of enthusiasm, and I still don't lose that sense of action taking idea try idea try i still have that sense of nothing to lose mm. if i have any idea if i have something i just put into action and see whether it works or not if it doesn't then it's okay <laughs> no problem <laughs> and of course now the dreams are much bigger now i can try m- more risky things because now i have more cash to to expand you know to to spend and now I have this how to say when I'm planning to go to go public in 2024 mm-hmm. if God allows me to hopefully I mean we are so far we are on track but we'll see and I think that's it for my business right now uh, well I meet more people and next year, uh, if still, if if God allows, I will be the local president uh, for JCA Badung Bali, and hopefully we'll meet more people also, and we'll see. I mean, I love to plan, but sometimes the unplanned works much better. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, I've met, how to say, I've met many, many incredible people along the way. Uh, I've met many partners. Also, many of my 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 strategic partners, I met in JCI, in, in the community that we are together, right? Mm-hmm. I've met 
Dharma Subawa, he's like he's like one of my strategic partners right now to expand my business in the sense that we can grow together because uh, beneficial for both of us. What else? Uh, I, I I think that's I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I'm I'm also looking forward for you becoming the local president and bring DCI uh, further because I remember we just did this uh, event. I, I that's how I met him, right? Uh, I met you uh, today and uh, we were talking about uh, like oh we should do something and then one of our uh, friend, one of our fellow members said, oh, by the way, I'm releasing Turtle tomorrow, uh, uh, Turtle Hatchlings. And then they said, oh, let's do it. Uh, at the same time, it's, it's, it's a national day. Um, 17th of, of August is our national day. We should do the it, Merdeka. Merdeka means liberation, right? And yeah. he said that it is the same theme, liberate those little turtles. It's the same <laughs> as the theme of, of, of uh, JCI uh, Badung Bali. We should do this together. And it stems from just Two days and it's it's done. And I I was part of the the the, the person that also released the travel. I I was like, wow, this person is incredible. And, <laughs> thank and you, thank you, thank you. You will have my vote, and I will do. Uh, if you have me, I will I will support you, and and you, you. Uh, help you push uh, DCI beyond uh, beyond what it is right now. It's crazy uh, what you have done. The key is taking action, right? Yeah. Right. So uh, you mentioned that you are uh, also an author of uh, Malek Investasi, you know, investment literacy. Yeah. So can you share with us a little bit about that and and uh, what is the the purpose of you writing that book? Right. Uh, okay. So uh, I think the the financial literacy of people in Indonesia is growing right now. Yeah. Uh, and the demand of any investment products is growing right now in Indonesia. Uh, I just want to share people. Uh, that investment opportunity is everywhere. Is literally everywhere. Even during the pandemic like this, the opportunity for people to invest money has not diminished. Even is I mean, for for professional investors, now is the best time to invest. Well, well while people are, are afraid to put money into investment, sophisticated investors are being greedy right now because today is the golden time to make your money working even harder for you, right? Uh, many people cannot see that. Many people cannot see the opportunity. And I myself has made some some notable investments during this time at he, and it has paid me very generously. Very huge payback from the investment. And I just wanted people to to see what I see. To see how to see opportunities which are lying everywhere right now. So that's the the idea and the idealism uh, behind writing the book. That's why I made the book for free. No price tag on, on the book. So people can just have it for free. People just have to pay for the shipping. And the shipping, uh, the shipping uh, fee is the same everywhere in Indonesia. So it's like cross-subsidy for people uh, close and people far away. So that's that's the way I structure uh, the the book fee. No price is free. Just pay for the shipping. So it's just for for sharing my experience. And since it's my ex, it's an experience, uh, it's not 
something that you can find on Google how to invest and you will find lots of tips now it's not like that it's all my experience my personal experience how i lost money in investing how i made money investing this investment was bad for me this investment is very good for me all i shared in the book perfect and if people would like to get the book um so what is the website to get it um uh, malakinvestasi.com malakinvestasi.com okay Great, I will get the book and uh, hopefully you will you will sign the book for me when we meet uh, in oh, the future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that'll be uh, that'll be amazing. So, um, tell us more about your journey right now. Uh, what you have learned uh, all this time. Um, I mean, you have struggled like crazy, and you have a person that helped you, and now you are you are you are doing something bigger, which is going to become the local practice and something more for your business, right? So. Yeah. If you were to if if you were to give like maybe top three learning lessons, what would you give the top three learning lessons or more if you if you have? Right. Uh, okay. First one would be invest in yourself. That's the best investment that you can always do. Even uh, I I mean my business started growing when I invested in myself. Right? I started meeting people because I invested in myself. So invest in yourself. There is no instant way. You have to pay the price forward, right? You have to invest forward. Then only you will get the fruit of your action. That's the first one. The second one, take action. <laughs> so now you have invested in yourself. You, you've gained the knowledge. You've gained the skills. Put that into action. No need big action in the beginning. Start with small action, but start now because then only you can learn. You will make mistake. Don't worry, man. I promise you, you will make mistakes. You will make like embarrassing mistakes. But it's okay. Not I mean, no need to worry because that's part of the part of the the journey, right? Even now, I mean, I'm here right now because I've made much more mistakes, much more embarrassing mistakes. Oh man, I mean so many mistakes that I've made, but it's okay. As long as I'm taking action, we can always learn from the mistakes. Even mistakes is an investment on yourself as well. So don't worry about that. That's the second one. The third one, find a mentor. Always find a mentor. A mentor is someone who, who has been in your situation, who's done what you are doing, and he's now, he or she is now in the position where you want to be and he or she knows what you should be doing to get to the next level find a mentor without a mentor you can make it but you will hit so many rocks you will hit so many challenges and you may go off track hmm. a mentor is someone who can keep you accountable on what your goal is so find a mentor very very important to have a mentor so Those are three points. I mean, three among many <laughs> principles that I'm living by. Three. I mean, first one, uh, invest in yourself. Second one, uh, take action. Third one, find a mentor. Great. And what about uh, what about like because you said that uh, you you get the most. Um, You go to seminar, meaning you invest in yourself. You make decision to yeah. want to go to the seminar. 
you take action by you actually going there and you ask you ask uh, I don't want to say the word back but you ask money from your girlfriend uh, to go there right and then you find a mentor within the seminar that takes you right. to where yeah. you are right now right so all these words right. Right? right so how do you I uh, based on your personal experience how do you identify okay which uh, this is the perfect mentor for me or this is not the mentor for me how do you identify that and it is something that maybe a lot of people can learn from Oh, yeah, that's a very good question, man. It just, it just click. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, some. I mean, I just click with some people, and I think I would just want to learn from them. And that's it. And by the way, I've picked some wrong mentors also in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. I learned from wrong people also, and it cost me a lot as well. So I've done that, been there, and when you, okay. So, if you, when you find one right mentor, it can outpace the ten wrong mentors in the in the past. So, just find the next right guy that fits you. You know what? I was in a in a dinner at one point with my mentor. One of my mentors, uh, his name is Denis Santoso. He's a digital marketing guy. He's one of the best in Indonesia. I was in a dinner with him and. He was like, "Hey, good day. You are doing Instagram, right?" Yes, I am. So, uh, and what's with that? And he was like, "Okay, try this. With your story, you do this, 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 this." So, okay, I was like, "Okay, I did that." Exactly what what he said to me, because I'm an action taker, so I just tested it, right? In 24 hours, when the story was still there, I made 100 million. <laughs> There you go. Simply taking action <laughs> within 24 hours, 100 million. <laughs> amazing! That's amazing. See the power of taking action and the power of having the right mentor. Having the right mentor. Yeah. The mentor knows what is currently working or what is currently not working for your business yeah. and what you need to do to. Uh, I don't want to say fix, but to make it slightly better. I don't want to say the word fix because the word fix fix. Uh, oftentimes, we will say, "Oh, the mentor should fix my problem." No, 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 no. Mentors don't no, no, to no, fix no. the problem, but to direct you. Yeah, to a you fix yourself. <laughs> you fix yourself by you taking action, right? Yeah, yeah. A mentor, a mentor can say anything and give yeah. you the best advice, and I can impart the best mentor here and interview him. Or her, yes. but if yes. you, after listening to this, if you don't take that one action, that's it. Yeah. it is not going to be yes. useful, right? So, right. Gede has already shared so many things, right? Him taking action, him actually do the stuff like knocking on doors uh, back during yeah. uh, university days, and even like learn how to sell, um, and also find mentors and and go to go to these seminars, invest in himself, and get what gets him to where he is right now. And all this doesn't work if you don't do one thing and one thing only, which is, as he said, take action, right? So let me yeah. invite you right now to ask you, what is the action that you will take right now after you listen to this, right? Because that is the key to all this: is you taking massive action, and you actually go ahead and plan, right? Because you already know where you want to be, right? From from where you are right now to where you want to be, the only one thing that separates you right now is action. So you have to take action. 
Okay, so uh, day is let's say people uh, in in Indonesia or abroad, right, wants to wants to sell something, uh, or even wants to um, invest because you know uh, you are you are one of the authority of in investment, right? So how how do they do it to get started? I mean, I mean, can you share? Or what what how do sell? Uh, I mean, if they want okay. to invest right now. Want to invest or want to learn how to sell? Both. Both. Okay, I mean, if you want to sell, I mean, if you want to mark something, I mean, by the word itself, it's called marketing, right? Marketing. So, you have to consider your market first. You have to start with the market. Uh, you don't start with what the product to sell. You start with whether it has a market or not. So, yesterday, I was in, uh, I, was, I had a meeting with one of our members. Krishna Chepa, if you know him. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So he was in this agriculture business, right? So he was throwing this idea that we can uh, we can sell this for some price. He was telling me, this this product is very good, it's very high demand. And I asked him, does it have a market? Do you have a channel how to sell it? When he said, yes, okay, we can make money out of it. It's very easy. Start with the market. Many people are trapped into the mindset of what product should I sell. It's not about what the product. It's about the market. You have a market or no? If you have a market for for shirt, let's say, it's very easy to find a shirt for sale. To sell, you don't have money. It's very. I mean, it's very easy to find to get the money to to finance to create shirt as long as there is a market. Always start with the market. So how to grow the market? You find a need. <laughs> find the need. If you find people that is in a need of something, then there's the market. As long as you know how to approach them, you know where they where they hang out, where they stay, where they where they spend their time. You can approach them with the right language, with the right words, uh, and then they start to demand. When the demand is there, you can throw anything. It's very easy to sell. Perfect. People are stuck with the product. It's not. It's not called producting. It's not, It's called marketing. <laughs> so you start with the market. Yeah. It's not producting. If you and yeah, it's it's called marketing. And if you want to invest anything, invest in products or in people who knows their market. <laughs> it's very easy. Mm. So if you want to make sure that your investment works, make sure your you put your money to work for something that has demands, that has markets in it. That's it. That's my my, my simple principle. That's why I invest in in companies that I think can serve their markets well. That's it. Great, great. So if people want to, uh, for people listening. If they want to engage with you and if they want to um, perhaps do some uh, business and help them with their marketing, with their advertising and, and whatever, right? Or even invest because you, 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 you've been in the investment world for quite some time and you know how it works, right? If they want to work with you, I mean, how is the best way to reach out to you and then? Well, yeah, uh, man, you, you can follow me on my Instagram at GDEBP. Uh, well, I'm on Instagram. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm 
accessible on Instagram. Or if you want to know me, I mean meet me more personally, you can join my community, JCI Badung Bali. We can talk meet in person, very open with that. It, it, I mean very easy, yeah. Because we are in the same community, then we can start uh, more relationship from there. I think, yeah. Even I meet Perfect. so many business partners from JCI Badung Bali. Yeah. So uh, these few days, I've been binge. Uh, watching his uh, Instagram, uh, where he, he interviewed people, um, you 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 should you should really uh, watch it, and it's it's incredible the knowledge that you can get. Uh, again, keep an open mind, and 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 as uh, Gede said, right, just that one thing that you learn from whatever the interview. What is the one thing that you can get, and you can take action right away? It will change everything for you. You know. Hopefully, this one this one hour interview has been uh, incredible, and it has, um, you know, shared with you so many ideas and suggestions and how to improve yourself to take you from where you are to where you want to be. At the end of the day, one thing only, uh, as uh, Gede said, take massive action. Okay, so Gede, I want to thank you so much for today. It it's been great. Thank you so much, sharing. And uh, if there's more uh, demands. Uh, we will perhaps meet you again and and do an, a second round of interview or something. Great, thank you so yeah, much my for my pleasure. Thank you so much. Everything. Thank you. Thank you.